This is a church building. A church building. A church building. But I want us to take a moment to remember. This is not the church. Not the church. The church is reaching out to the orphan and to the widow. The church is supporting human rights work around the globe. The church is showing our community who Jesus is through his hope and his love. The church is you. Is you. Is you. This is a church building. This is not the church. The presence of God started in the garden, moved to the tabernacle and then to the temple, and now the presence of God lives in his people. Lives in you. In you. In you. This is a church building. This is not the church. So whether we're meeting in this building, in this building, at a coffee shop, in a small group somewhere, out serving in the community, or just gathering together online, wherever we are, this is a church building. We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. We are back and better than ever for 4NEPA Live, episode number four. We got some new people joining us this week that we're very excited about. Meet my friend Derek Hodney. You might know him. What's up, everybody? Hey, and you are from Camp Orchard Hill, an awesome organization in our area. And on to my left, your right, I have my good friend Travis. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's your second week with us. Yes, I must have done something he, right. He, he did a great job, so we said we have to bring him back. Anyway, um, we are so glad that you are back joining us. I just want to welcome C4 Charge Youth Ministries, Apex Student Ministries, Ignite, Impact, See, is I'm that very, toilet paper? It is. That's TP. I'm right. still going to use you it. You better use that. I'm still going to use it. I promise. I promise. For something, I'll use it. Rooted Youth Ministry Crossover, TNT, Living Water Youth Ministries, Student Ministries, both because they're the same thing, <laughs> and Restored Youth. We are glad that all of you guys are joining us out there. Thank you for bearing with us through some technical difficulties. We're so excited to be back with you. Check out this video. I think we're live. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to Youth Group Online. Uh, this is a big deal. We've never done this before, so stay tuned. Uh, I don't, don't click away. Yeah, no. Nah. I couldn't get a ride. Uh, I was sanitizing the toilet. I left my computer at home. No. I left it somewhere else. Uh, yeah, I was doing homework. My dog died. Play dead. Yeah, my mom still doesn't like the youth pastor. Oh, wait, you are the youth pastor. My bad. I ate too many Flintstone bites. Oh, uh, you didn't say it was online. Uh, I couldn't figure out the Zoom. Uh, I got out of school late. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, Wi-Fi is slow. My dad was trying to stream the NBA game. Wait, there's no sports? Uh, I didn't say NBA, I said, um, he's watching Space Jam. Yeah, I'm fasting from social media on Wednesdays. I don't like how I look on camera. Yeah, uh, I was dropping some volume. Yeah, my phone is broke. Yeah, I don't know anybody there. Yeah, my mom was on there. I didn't want to be on there too. Oh, Becky's gonna be on? Yeah, I'll totally be on. Oh, Jennifer's gonna be on there too? Aww. Uh... That's a nugget, dude. Yeah, my mom was like freaking out. She thought I was sick. So instead of giving me DayQuil, she gave me NyQuil and just fell asleep. I was too busy reading the Bible. <clears throat> I can't focus on my phone for that long. Oh, I thought you meant 6 a.m. Uh, yeah, I was walking my cat. I don't have a cat. 
Yeah, dude, I got a major case of the farts. I was just too busy, man. Yeah, my phone's on 20%, so... Uh... Yeah, I didn't want to put a shirt on. I was zooming with another youth group. Yeah, the better one, the one with Becky. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I didn't get any emails. No. Yeah, I promise. I didn't get any emails. Yeah, mom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, I took the garbage out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't throw my phone in the dirt. No, I dropped it. Yes, I learned my lesson. Yes, I'm quarantined, mom. Yeah, I'm inside. Yeah, I promise. Yeah, you can see me? No, I'm, I just walked out to get something. Wow, those are some pretty flimsy excuses. You know what? God's heard them all, and he still loves us. I'm Denise Warner from Servant Church. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you so much that you know our hearts, and yet you still love us. I thank you, Lord, that you are with us tonight, even as we are gathered virtually in your name. You are here, right here in the midst. Lord, I pray that you would speak directly to our hearts. Holy Spirit, soften our hearts so that we hear exactly what we need to hear from you. May your name be glorified in everything, and I thank you for all that you are doing. In the name of Jesus, I pray these things. Amen. All right, thank you very much. We are back at 4 NEPA Live. I am Harlan Tabron. I am the Director of Youth and Children's Ministries at Mount Zion Baptist Church in Wilkes-Barre. And uh, I have the honor and the privilege to uh, intro the worship segment for today. Uh, we have some uh, exciting, an exciting song to, to, to go over with you guys tonight. And we also, uh, if you go to the group chat uh, on the YouTube page, you will be able to see the Spotify list. All right, and so make sure you, you check out the songs that we have for you guys. I want to thank my man Keegan for putting together Spotify list for me because I don't even know what that is. I want to thank my little sister Sienna for helping out with this song that we're going to dance to a little bit later on. And I want to thank my, my friend Amanda for going over a dance. So while you're listening to me right now, I want you to kind of like stretch your legs out a little bit, maybe get yourself limbered up, you know, if you want to stretch or whatever you, got, whatever you got to do. I'm not that, I'm old, so I'm not, not as limber as I used to be. But get yourself ready to dance because we're going to show you a uh, really fun dance uh, in a couple minutes. So uh, first I want you to uh, take a deep breath. Because <sighs> there's a, a level of anxiety that we deal with at times. And the level of anxiety, you know, is often due to our circumstances, the outside circumstances around us. Uh, but I would have, to have you to know that one of the best days of my life was wrought with uh, a bunch of anxiety. And that was back in 2018, and it was during the Super Bowl. And I don't know if there might be a couple Eagles fans out there. If there are, then great. But during that game and up to the game, you know, we, we had a lot of, the Eagles had a lot of uh, ups and downs. And we made it to the, 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 the Super Bowl. We had our backup quarterback. And I really had low expectations, but, but I, was, I was optimistic that we would do well. But there was anxiety in the first quarter. You know, we were playing well. I was kind of surprised. Like, this is the juggernaut Patriots we're playing against. Uh, we're, but we were playing well in the second quarter. In halftime, 
was able to eat some food, kind of like, all right, well, we're still in it. We haven't uh, completely collapsed. We can, we can probably, we might be able to win this game. But the anxiety was still there because I, the outcome was uncertain. Third quarter comes, we are in a position to win this game. But what are we going to do to mess this up? I had, no, I, I, I had no influence on the game. I had no control of it. It was outside of my hands to control. And that was causing great level of anxiety for me. Uh, the fourth quarter comes, and even the last play, when uh, Tom Brady throws a Hail Mary and it falls on the ground, even at that point, when the clock hits triple zeros, I was still very much shocked that we'd won. But the whole game was wrought with anxiety uh, because I was not sure if, if we would be able to get the victory. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. The song that I chose today is called I Got That. And uh, what we are going to get or got is victory. Uh, if you could remember uh, the story of David and Goliath, it's a really popular story. Uh, David was not a very big person. And Goliath, as you would probably remember, was a giant. And anyone who looked at that circumstance, looked at that situation, would be uh, thinking that, you know what? David doesn't stand a chance. Uh, but what David had to say in verse 46, it's First uh, Samuel 17, 46. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us, talking to Goliath. And so his hope, his faith, his trust was in the God that he served, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, so David was in the battle, but the battle was the Lord's. And if the battle is the Lord's, then you will have victory. And so that brings us to our, our dance and so we have some, some, uh, some friends here with me. We are going to learn some dance. So now, Amanda, you're going to show them the moves, all right? All right, and so you guys can follow what Amanda does as best as you can. Amanda, do you want to turn around and show them? Maybe that'll be a little bit better. All right, so the first part is everywhere I go, I take my Jesus with me, all right? So Amanda, you're going to show them, ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Everywhere I go, I take my Jesus with me. All right, let's try it one more time. Ready? Everywhere I go, I take my Jesus with me. Very good. All right, and so here comes the second part, and hopefully you guys have gotten off, your, off the couch and you're ready to rock with this. That was really easy. Uh, the next part is, ready? I got the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I have Jesus by my side. All right, so if she, I guess if she's going left, you can go, yeah. All right, so you can stay that way. Ready? Here we go. I got the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. All right? Yes. And now you turn around and show them. There's like a little part that goes, I got that, hey, I got that, Jesus, I got that, hey. All right, so we're having a little fun. So you got it? You got to get your arms up, get your hands up. You ready? All right, let's start from the beginning. Ready? Yeah, here we go. I got the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that. Hey, I got that. Jesus, I got that. Hey, I got the V's up. And, and when I say V's up, you get your V's up for victory, okay? All right, so we do it one more time. There's one more part of it. All right, so you can turn around and show them. It's like a little bit of a pointing, all right? I got the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that. Hey, I got that. V's up. I got that. 
Hey, I got the V's up. Okay, so you can just keep, keep, keep doing that one. Yeah. All right. So let's see. If we can get our music to play, we can maybe get ourselves rocking. I'm going to join you too. I'm going to sing a little bit. All right, so I need a little bit of, uh, a little bit of energy. Where's my camera guy at? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, ready? I got the V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that A. I got the V's up. I got that A. I got the V's up. I got that V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that A. I got the V's up, get your V's up, get your V's up, get your V's up, get your V's up. I got that V I C T O R Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that. Hey, I got that. Whew. I'm out of breath. How y'all doing? You doing back back there? One more time. Point, three point. V I C T O R Y. I got no reason to fear. I got Jesus by my side. I got that. Hey, I got that. V's up. I got that. Hey. So hey, hopefully you had a little bit of time to dance. Hopefully you had fun. Hopefully you ran a you're out of breath like me. But I'm happy that uh, we all have the victory in Jesus' name. God bless you. Good job, guys. We've got something real special for you today on Worship While You Wash. Worship While You Wash. I got that V-I-C-T-O-R-Y I got no reason to fear I got Jesus on my side I got that hey, I got that I got that hey, I got that one more time I got that V-I-C-T-O-R-Y I got no reason to fear I got Jesus on my side I got that I got that I got that I got that well, that's all for today on Worship While You Wash. Worship While You Wash. Hey, guys. You know, there's lies and there's truth, but have you ever noticed it's not always easy to tell the difference? Thanks to the internet, there's so much information at our fingertips, really. It's right there on your smartphone, and that's a great thing. But not all of that information is truthful. Sometimes people write funny articles meant to poke fun, but people don't get the joke. Or other times, sites disguised as credible sources deliberately spread misinformation. And if we're not careful, it can be easy to mistake something false as the truth. We're actually going to play a quick game based on this. I have some headlines, some fake, some true, and I want you guys to write in the comments whether or not you think these are fake or true. All right, you ready? First one. Boeing CEO admits the company made mistake by including automatic self-destruct feature on all 737 max planes. Right now in the comments if you think that's fake or true. Personally, I'm a fan of not exploding when I'm flying. Don't know if you guys have ever tried it, 
wouldn't suggest it. But this one, as you may or may not have guessed, is fake. Next up, a bear breaks into a car and drives down a hill in Colorado. Personally, I did not know that bears could have the driver license in Colorado, but right now in the comments, if you said this was real, you would be correct. That's a crazy story. Apparently the headline is real, that's insane. All right, are you ready for the next one? This one is a personal favorite of mine. Sony reveals that PlayStation 5 will feature a fully functioning breakfast sandwich maker. Now, personally, I'm an Xbox guy, but a 1 a.m. gaming session, I could definitely use a fully functioning breakfast sandwich maker in my gaming console. Might switch to PlayStation. If only this one was real. Unfortunately, this one is fake. Are you ready for this? A maze with cheese in the center enters human trials following decades of testing on mice. This is what all those mice maze cheese things have been leading up to this moment in history but this one is also fake i don't really like cheese anyway so i'm kind of glad this one's fake are you ready because a family making funeral plans for relatives is shocked when he shows up at a barbecue is this one real or fake this one's real that's kind of interesting they apparently thought he was dead that makes for an awkward barbecue but makes for a great headline Next, report, all U.S. spacecraft are going to be replaced with high-speed trains by 2030. Personally, I'm excited about this. I think it makes way more economical and it's way better for the environment. We don't need to launch, you know, tons of rocket fuel. It's not as expensive. You just have a railway to the moon, check on the outpost, moon mining. That would be fantastic. If it was real, this one is also fake. All right, we got two more. I hope you're on top of this. Keep track at home how well you're doing. Next, Gillette, it's a razor company, recalls razors because they're too sharp. That's kind of weird because razors need to be sharp to work. I feel like either way, they're still helping you shave. But this one is real. They had to recall razors because they were too sharp. Has anyone experienced that? Did you own one of those razors? You should also put that in the comments. Shout out to Gillette. Final one, are you ready? Be on top of your game because a heat wave cooks mussels in their shells on a California shore. A heat wave cooks clams, it cooks oysters. Free oysters, free seafood buffet on a California beach shore. Is this one real? Is this one fake? The answer is, it's real. Not a fan of seafood either, man. Not a fan of most of these headlines personally, but that one was real. Great job, guys. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not keeping track of your score at this moment, but you are. Think about a time you made up fake news. A time when you told a lie. Whether it was big, it was small, whether it was a white lie or a black lie. Is that the opposite of oil lie? But when you did, did you have to continue to add to the lie if you got caught in it? Did you have to try to stay in front of it and add, you know, make the story bigger, fill in some holes? I mean, that can really become a never-ending cycle. Although the lie may have been meant to keep you out of trouble, to keep you free of consequences, isn't the effort of maintaining that lie a whole nother type of slavery? You may have been trying to avoid, you know, one form of punishment, but isn't it a punishment enough just trying to, you know, constantly worry about when you're going to be found out? I think it's something to think about. With all this misinformation out there, what impact, if any, 
Do you think that this has had on your relationship with truth? Has it made you skeptical? Has it made you fearful? How do you think it might have affect people's ability to believe truth? Chris, what about you? How do you think this affects people's ability to believe truth? That's what makes some of these headlines so believable and yet unbelievable at the same time, right? Like there's this skepticism where at any point we have the internet at our fingertips and at any point we can go and search for something to support our side of the argument. No matter which side is correct, we can find support for both sides for pretty much any issue. Um, and I think that that's insane that, that we live in this age where that, all that information is available and it has bred this age of skepticism to where I don't necessarily believe every headline I, I read because of fake news, because of satire news, because there's just things on the internet that aren't true. Gillette recalls razors because they're too sharp. Can you imagine, like, the first customer that had to report that? The first customer that had to call Gillette and say, like, hey, this is going to sound dumb, <laughs> but my razor, you did a little too good of a job there. And then enough people called, enough people noticed to prompt a recall. Like, that is very intense. But if you question that, give it a goog. I encourage you. You're going to find articles. You're going to find quotes from Gillette saying, our bad, sorry that your razor is so sharp. You can find that that is not fake news. If I saw a headline that read, DJ doesn't really like cheese. I would have to assume that that's fake news, but apparently that is not. What's up with that guy? I'm not so sure. Some people have said that truth doesn't really matter. And it doesn't matter. Some people say that, like, absolute truth isn't even a real thing. Um, they'll say that there is nothing that is completely true for everyone. To which you should respond, what about that statement? That is all the logical fallacy we have time for tonight. But I've had this conversation with people where, where we've had this discussion of, is there actually a true true, like a super absolute true? And I, I would have to guess that many of you have as well. But this is not a new conversation. This is a conversation that people have been have, happening, having for thousands and thousands of years. It looks like Jesus had it with a man named Pontius Pilate. John recorded that conversation in John 18, and he said this. Then Pilate went back into his quarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews, he asked him. Jesus replied, is this your own question, or did others tell you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate retorted. Your own people and their leading priests brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, so you are a king. And Jesus responded, you say I'm a king. Actually, I was born and came into this world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. What is truth? Pilate asked. Then he went out again to the people and told them, he is not guilty of any crime. Here's what's going on here. Jesus is causing a ruckus for the Jewish leaders. He's causing some issues. He's claiming to be the Messiah. They didn't believe him because they were kind of messing. He was messing up their worldview. They didn't want anything to do with him. So much so that they wanted him to die. The problem was the Jewish leaders did not have the authority to sentence anyone to death. So they needed the Roman government's approval for that. So that's where Pontius Pilate comes in. 
he was the guy that, had to conv- that they had to convince that this man was worthy to be put to death. However, Pontius Pilate was not buying it. He wasn't having it. Pilate is sitting in this courtroom like, okay, can you run it back for me? What did this guy do? He fed hungry people. He healed sick people. He reached out to rejected people. Why do we want him dead again? <laughs> over and over again, he's like, I'm not really gathering why you want this person to die. So Pilate is interrogating Jesus, trying to figure out what is this, what is it about this man that's so dangerous to these people? Why, why do they want him to die? So he asks Jesus if he claimed himself as the king of the Jews. Now that is, um, that is important because he's trying to find out if Jesus is trying to start a revolution. They already had a king. They had a king, and if this guy was trying to start a revolution where he was going to be the king, well, that's grounds to be put to death. So Pilate would have his answer, and that, that would make the people happy, it would make the religious leaders happy, and it would make um, the king happy, and that would make Pilate very happy. So he says, Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus was always good at giving partial answers, answering questions with questions to make people think, make people consider. So more or less, Jesus answers, kind of. He says, I'm kind of a king. That's what you say, but hey, not quite. So now Pilate's confused. Uh, He's kind of a king. He's a king of something. But it doesn't sound like a revolution. It doesn't sound like he's trying to take over Rome. It actually doesn't sound dangerous at all. It sounds like the only thing that this man is concerned about is truth. What is this truth he's talking about? Pilate responds, what is truth? There's some debate about the tone of that question when Pilate asked it. Was he asking it in a, a scoffing way to say, well, truth is what I say it is, so it doesn't matter what you think the truth is, I get to decide. Or he could have been suggesting there really isn't a truth at all. The way I hear it, Pilate is defeatedly saying, and again, there's lots of debate about this. What I hear is Pilate defeatedly saying, it doesn't matter what the truth is. You were guilty before you walked in here. What is truth? It's a good question. And as much as we believe that absolute truth is black and white, our journey in in discovering that black and white truth leads us into a lot of gray, a lot of questions. What is truth? There's one thing that I know. Jesus is truth. Jesus is truth, and he came to show the world who he was. He came to show the world what truth is. This truth was so radical and so offensive that it got Jesus killed. Truth is not just an idea. Truth is a person, and his name is Jesus. I love about Jesus that he was a man who knew what he was about. Jesus had no questions about what he was on earth to do. When he was, you know, his last few moments, his last conversations, he was saying to Pilate, I'm the truth. That's what matters. I'm here to proclaim the truth that I am the truth. And he was very consistent in that message. We have another record of him having a a conversation with his disciples. John recorded this record as well. And he had this conversation where the disciples are concerned because everywhere we go, people want to kill us. Jesus, can we cut that out, please? So so they have this conversation. You're saying all these bold, controversial things. Can we just, can we get done with that? So uh, he comforted them by describing the kingdom of God, something that Jesus talked about a ton, the kingdom of God. He said he was going to prepare a place in his father's house. It was a big, big house. It had lots and lots of rooms. You know what I'm talking about? But the disciples, as is so often true, the disciples were not really getting it. They weren't quite on the same page. So this is in John 14. Jesus speaks first. He says, 
don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. There's more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas, wait, wait a minute, wait. No, 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 we don't, Lord. Thomas said, we have no idea where you're going. So can you, uh, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is radical for these people that have always been taught there is no way to see God. That's what God was. He, was. he was invisible. People have gotten glimpses. We have like Moses. And when he did see God, he was glowing. <laughs> the image of God. You don't see God until Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen God. And Thomas is like, I don't get it. Can you like share your location on iMessage, please? Because we don't have that address you seem to think we have. We don't know what you're talking about. So Jesus says, you do know because you know me. You know the way because you know me. He was telling them the same thing he's been teaching the whole time. They know the way to God because they know Jesus. And Jesus is the way. Jesus is truth. Back to you, DJ. You just had some great points there. And maybe you're thinking, okay, fine, Jesus is truth. But what does that mean for me? How do I apply that? Why does it matter? There's one more moment from the book of John I want to check out before we close out this session. John 8:32. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Chris told us what it means to know Jesus, to know truth. What then does it mean to be free? You know, there was a time in my life where I thought that freedom meant I can do whatever I want. I thought freedom meant I could live how I wanted, do what I wanted, be what I wanted. But like me, if you've ever tried to live that out, you've probably discovered that that kind of freedom just trapped you in anxiety or left you wanting, left you depressed. The, the more of that type of freedom that you got, the less it felt like you had. Why is that? It seems like such a paradox. The more freedom you got, the less free you were. And I don't know, I think, I think we have to try to think about it like this. Have you ever tried to use a tool for a wrong purpose? Like, have you ever tried to use a toothbrush as a paintbrush? That small, tiny brush to paint a huge wall? Or have you ever tried to use a hammer as a screwdriver? Have you ever tried to do, you know, some kind of delicate, minute adjustment on something with just a hammer and just bashing it? I mean, I feel like that's something I definitely have tried, but it's never worked out. Have you ever tried to use a paintbrush to paint your nails, maybe? Not something I've tried, nor will I ever do, but I don't know, if you're out there and you paint your nails, have you ever tried to use a paintbrush? Have you ever tried to use a sink to take a shower? Some middle school guys watching this right now are hearing for the first time that that's a bad idea. But have you ever tried to do that? It's not really that effective. Personal experience. Have you ever tried to use a rock for a pillow? It doesn't work. There's a hundred other examples I could have came up with and some of these are pretty ridiculous, right? And why is that? It's because that's not what those things were created for. 
Freedom doesn't mean I can do whatever I want. It means I can do what I was made to do. Freedom doesn't mean I can be whatever I want. It means I can be what I was made to be. Just like a toothbrush and a paintbrush have their intended uses, you and I were created by God for an intended purpose. When we try to be something outside of that, namely when we try to live how we want to, we're not experiencing freedom. Instead, we're becoming slaves to our own desires. And that just leads to the cycle of anxiety and depression and death. John 8.32 doesn't say, you are free, go do whatever you want. No, it says when you know the truth, when you know Jesus, the truth will set you free. See, you're never going to experience true freedom and peace outside of your relationship with Jesus. Because that's what you were made for. When we know Jesus, we know truth. And his truth sets us free. His truth sets us free from the power of sin and death. It sets us free from believing lies about God, ourselves, or others. It sets us free from anger, guilt, shame, fear, brokenness, unforgiveness, or anything else that can keep us captive. Jesus is truth, and his truth sets us free. As we close, I want us all to, to do something. Take a moment, grab a piece of paper, and write down one thing that keeps you from being free. It could be, you know, fear, anxiety. It could be a sin. It could be something that just haunts you. Whatever that is, write it down. Don't write it in the comments. <laughs> do it the old-fashioned way on a piece of paper. If you don't know what paper is, ask your closest boomer. No matter where we are in life, we can always use more freedom. And that freedom only comes from Jesus. Think of that one thing. If it could change today, it would release so much freedom in your life. Got it written down? Good. Now I'm going to close with some prayer. And, and as I do, I want us all to tear up that piece of paper. Make it so it's totally unreadable. Because in the same way, that's how Jesus frees us. He obliterates it. He totally demolished the powers of sin. He has truly set us free. Entrust whatever you wrote to Jesus today. Because when we know Jesus, Jesus shall set us free. Father God, I thank you so much for what your son Jesus did on the cross. That though we were yet sinners, that though we were yet bound you came to free us. I thank you for everyone who can hear my voice right now that you desire to make us free. So Lord, right now as a sign of faith, we tear up whatever it is we feel is holding us back from your freedom and your truth. Release your spirit to change us and help us to walk in that freedom and live it out. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. I hope you've been blessed by today's message. May that freedom continue with you. And when this is over, when this video is over, use that freedom to clean up the mess that you just made. All right, all right, all right. We're going to play a game. Uh, my name is Derek. Uh, but before we get this game started, remember, you need to put your 
questions in the comments because we're doing Q&R after this. Uh, so you need to get those questions, uh, type them out, put them in the comments uh, so that they can be answered uh, and responded to in the Q&R time, all right? But right now, it's go time. It's game time. We got Fancy Brian you here. Yes, from C4 Charge. We got oh Chris from Apex here. You guys ready for this? I've never been readier. He's never been readier, all right? Do you even know what you're doing here? Nope, no idea. <laughs> the, well, they don't I know out there, so learn. I'm about to tell them. Okay. All right, so, but I got to get into my game mode here. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, this game is called <laughs> The Yoke is on You. Yes, it is called The Yoke is on You because we have <laughs> oh, my eggs word. here. I wasn't ready for game We mode. have eight eggs oh. that are hard boiled. He has an accent. And four <laughs> eggs. And it changes. <laughs> the accent changes. <laughs> four eggs that are not hard boiled eggs. They're <laughs> the babies. All right, so little baby chickens. And oh, so, no. yes, four of these eggs. And we are going to alternate back and forth, smashing the eggs upon your heads. Okay. You will choose an egg. No putbacks. So no putbacks. So to be clear, once we touch it, that's the one we have to that's go the with. One. You like touch chess. it. You break like it. Like chess, yes. All right? Yes. You I'm break glad it, you buy it. Each other. So you'll take an egg. You'll smash it on your head. If it's hard-boiled, you're good. If it smashes, that's one point against you. You get two strikes, just okay. like baseball. All right, don't worry about it. Here we go. All right, here we go. What are oh, these? Go. Oh, those are shower caps. <laughs> shower. All right, that's the spirit. Yeet. Game on. All right, that was a test. You passed with flying colors. All right, All right. Brian's the guest. You're first. Okay. Choose oh. an egg and smash it on your head. You can okay. place in the comments if you think it's gonna break or not. Okay. Are you scared? A little bit. Yeah, <laughs> why? Why am I so scared? Are you, are you a little chicken? <laughs> Nobody calls me chicken and gets away with it. Hey! Excellent! <laughs> Excellent! It is a hard-boiled egg. Drop the egg. There we go. Can All I? right. You're oh, up, Chris. That good. Can I call you Topher? You can. <laughs> you can. Very few. My grandfather calls me that, so Excellent. if you'd like to. If you'd like to. You know what? Do it. Don't think I about do it, it, just do it. See, that's a dangerous phrase for me. Don't but... think about it, just do it. Ow. Oh, my ears are ringing. <laughs> I told you it was hard-boiled. It is hard-boiled. Nine minutes. I'm fine. Nine <laughs> minutes. Here we go. Next. Here we go. I'm, Keep it rolling. Does it make sense to work my way down the line here, I guess? I'm just going to. Oh, there we go. Go! <laughs> Intense. I'm still alive. Yeah, okay. No yoke. Look at the smash factor yeah. on that egg right there. I'm doing a full that's, send. That's no halvesies. Just doing a full send yeah. on every one. All right. Just stepped it up. Kicked Ready? it up a notch. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Here we go. This, is, this one's for you, Brian. Smashing. Oh. Smashing success. That's hard-boiled again. Oh. Ooh, four eggs down. That means four of the remaining eight eggs oh my gosh. are yoky. All right. <laughs> I am not yoking oh, around. Sir. Here we go. Okay. Going here, Chris, Eric. I'll see you on the sunny side. Oh my gosh! Oh! Oh! I hate this! I hate this! I hate this! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Four of the remaining seven are Yoki. The first one with two. May the smashed odds yokes. not be in your favor. All right. You know something I learned about Brian today? What? It's that he brought a shirt, an extra shirt. Ooh. You know who didn't bring an extra shirt? That's you. <laughs> It's me. Because I'm a winner. That's a great point, and I'm not feeling good about this egg. I'm just going to say. It's going to be a little big on you. I'm not feeling good about it. All right, ready? 
Oh. <laughs> There's a splash factor. You didn't warn us about the splash. There's a little bit of egg there. The mic's okay. Don't worry, Mark. The mic's okay. <laughs> That's he's, one. he's applauding That's from one. somewhere beyond. <laughs> Should I take the mics from here on out? We're right, good. Here we go. I've never been better. That's one, though. Oh, the yolk that really is on you. Six I eggs, three the of them, half me. of them, 50-50 chance. Okay, here we go. This one's making noise. This is supposed to be <laughs> what ticking. What kind of noise? This like supposed like to be ticking? Cluck? It's ticking. Hey! How? There's more and more. <laughs> Our boy Chris okay. is in trouble here. <laughs> I'm going to pick from your side, all right? What? I don't know. That side, that one doesn't look good. Okay, I have no Derek longer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're good. Oh, it's hard We're good. We're good. It's hard boiled. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, he's switching. Oh, you threw it. Oh, your turn. I'm going to eat these. You're going to eat them? Yeah, I love Fun egg. fact, I've never had No, I, I lie. I've had them in a red leaf salad. I've had hard boiled eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't just sit there and eat it, though. It's, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Eyes closed, blind pick. Eyes okay. closed, okay. blind pick. <laughs> Follow your heart. <laughs> that usually doesn't work out for me. <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, no, Come on! There are three <laughs> eggs left. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that mean they're all have? <laughs> you can just take all three if you want. Wait, wait. It's a sign of solidarity. I'll do it with you. Wow, tears. Wow, you're cheers. such a good friend. All right, we, so wait, let's There's do each other's eggs. heads. Do each other's heads? Yeah. All right. Well, no. Hold just on. keep your mic away because we're no. gonna get in trouble, right? Okay. Uh, so, so here's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna tap, and then I'm gonna pull away. I'll pull away. And uh -huh. then, and then we'll. So oh, your head. Yeah. One, two, two three. three. So it's yes. blink, mic, plop. Yes. Right. Okay. It's very we got it. Impending doom. Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Systematize. That's how I work. Clink. Oh! <laughs> what? Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> that was so disappointing. <laughs> the strength that you displayed. <laughs> Terrifying. I'm pretty hard-headed. My wife has told me this before. I was really focused on the counting. <laughs> I was like, is he just being nice? Or Thank is you for playing the yokes on you now. Over to Tim for some Q&R. Oh, that is too good. I hear that uh, egg is actually good for your hair, Chris. That's true. Oh, man. That was something else. I'll tell you what. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, what we heard tonight, and that is the idea of truth, uh, because I want to ask some questions. We've got some already on our chat, so Great. we're going to ask those questions as well. But my first question to you mm -hmm. uh, really has to do with what you have named Corona uh, in your house right now. For instance, okay. for me, mm -hmm. uh, going back to the Gillette razor, this is my Corona beard. Oh. Okay. Okay, that makes uh, it's sense. It's something that I, I don't normally have. I started growing it at the beginning of the whole thing. Right. And it's going to be with me until it's time to, you know, take mm -hmm, it off. So mm -hmm. what's your corona? Wow, that's a great no question. No corona? I don't even know. That's a tough question. Okay. I'll tell I, you this. My, I really needed to not skip my haircut. So, like, my hair is, it's pretty long. And the ends are pretty, like, straw. Uh-huh. So... So there you go. Corona this could split be, ends? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. I dub the uh, Corona split ends. So Sam's it's got bad. Corona split ends. <laughs> Travis, anything? I, I'd say I, I went a while without shaving and 
like you. Today was the first day I, I was leaving the house, so I figured probably need to shave so I don't look <laughs> like a caveman uh-huh. walking out of the door. Okay. So, so you trimmed it back because you're not clean you're not. Yeah, no, I just trimmed it back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you know, the whole idea of truth uh, right now, we have something that we hear a lot of. We hear people say, well, that's your truth or this is my truth. Hmm. Is there such a thing as my truth and your truth? Right. I think, um, like, sometimes when you say my truth, what you mean is, you know, my side of the story or my perspective on what happened or my experience in something. Okay. That would be the way that I would use the the phrase my truth, but I do also think that people use it to mean, like, kind of like, you know, I'm just going to believe whatever I want. Nobody can really say anything about it because it's my truth. Mm -hmm. I can't ever be confronted. My beliefs can never be challenged because it's my truth and your truth is different. And I don't necessarily, I don't believe that that is like the the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, so there is then an absolute truth. How do we know what that truth is? Thoughts? Uh, right. I, something like that I've really been like learning in school, and something that I've been like focusing on is um, I like to I like to go back to well, what does Scripture really say? Like, what does the actual language of Scripture say? So I was doing some research on well, what is truth, and in Greek, what does truth mean? And uh, I'm going to butcher the Greek because I don't know Greek one it's bit. Fine. But uh, <laughs> then it. no one else will know either. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. by uh, by how I read it, it was uh, pronounced aletheia, aletheia. But um, it just goes right down to the meaning of that there's nothing hidden. And um, so when we look wow. at that, and w- like when you say that, well, there's my truth and your truth, that can't jive. That doesn't fit that definition of what truth really is because. Mm there's nothing hidden, then that means that there's only one truth that extends over everything, not, right. not what I would say is truth and what you would say is truth. So I think I, think I t- like to find my answers to these like, really deep theological questions to not just looking at the text, I like to dig into it and really, like, really go to the heart of, well, what, what did they mean when they were writing this at the right. time? And I think that's probably one of the best ways to find truth as well. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to hear something and say, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that sounds good but isn't necessarily truth. Sure. Now, one of the things that came up tonight uh, when DJ was talking was uh, talking about freedom. And that was uh, the basis for one of our questions. Um, and it said this, if we are free, how come sometimes it doesn't feel like it oof <laughs> that's a that's loaded that's a loaded question yeah i think i think we have to remember that the world that we live in we live in a fallen world and mm-hmm. we live in a sinful world and because of their sin in this world there are going to be hardships there are going to be trials and sure. when when we're when we have salvation we are given freedom Right, we have this. We have this freedom from sin, and because of this freedom from, uh, from sin, it results in freedom from a number of different things, like anxiety, like we mentioned, mm-hmm. and fear, and worry, and stress. But that doesn't mean that the side effects of those things are ever going to go away. Sure. Right? We we can have freedom from those things, but because we live in a fallen world, those things are still going to exist in our lives. I, when right. I was growing up, I struggled with anxiety really bad, and. Um, 
and I, I've been able to overcome that through mm. my relationship with Jesus, but that doesn't mean that there aren't days where I don't struggle with anxiety and For I don't sure. struggle with fear. For sure. I, I like public speaking, but I do get very nervous when I'm in front of people talking. And I, that's not something that I'm probably going to get over. Like, everyone feels some type of anxiety sometimes sure. in public speaking. And, um, and I, don't, I don't think that we should, like, have this mentality that when we become saved, that every hardship in life, every struggle, right. every, every sickness, every disease is going to go away. Right. Because we do live in a fallen world, mm. and uh, we just need to keep that in focus and in mind yeah. in regards to our freedom. Yeah, I, I kind of think about that in light of uh, what we went through in this country with slavery. Uh, when the mm. slaves were freed, when they heard the Emancipation Proclamation, I kind of wonder how long did it take before they felt free? Right. They stopped looking over their shoulder. Uh, the scripture tells us that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The freedom is there, but the devil loves to mm. condemn. And so that challenge uh, right. for us sometimes is really more accepting and realizing that freedom sure. that has been given to us. Sure. Yeah. Uh, another question that came up uh, was, what do we do when it feels like God doesn't hear us? Wow, these are good questions. They are good questions. I'm like, and I'm sitting here like kind of processing all of all of this in real time. So. Okay. Yeah, you guys did, didn't get an advance <laughs> yeah, notice. Yeah, on we, we didn't get these was. questions ahead of time. I didn't get to do my research. Wow. Can let's can I hear it again? Can when I hear it, it again? When it feels like God doesn't hear us. Sure. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. I well, I, I we we I don't want to get into the whole debate if God hears prayers from <laughs> sure. like everyone, sure. whether All saved or unsaved. Time, yeah. Right? Okay. So I don't want to get into like the details like that, but I think a lot of the times we, we lose focus of, we look at our timing and we realize, like we, we see things okay. through our perspective mm -hmm. and like, okay, I have to drive home after this. And I know exactly how long it's going to take me to get home. Right. Right. But in God's timing, that's not how it works. Like, a, 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 I'm not sure the exact verse, but like a a thousand years is a second to sure, God. It right. might sure. be vice versa, but it's along those lines. And so God's timing is never the same as ours. And um, if I, I truly believe that if we are if we are saved, that God does answer our prayers, but not always in the way that we would expect Him to answer. Because mm -hmm. um, I, sure. I do believe I believe that there's probably like three answers to prayer: yes, no, and wait. And um, I think a lot of the times His answer is wait, even though we don't want it to be. So I don't think it's not necessarily that God's not answering our prayers or hearing our prayers. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just God has a plan that he knows is best for our lives, and it might not seem like it for us in the moment, but God does know. Yeah. So. Right, and if I can, like, you know, come in on that with you, I think if, if I feel like I'm struggling to hear from God, like, maybe I, like, then I would go back to, like, the Bible and, like, read things or, like, promises that, are from God for me or just verses that I have spoken to me deeply before um, because like that is always God speaking to me. So it's like, if I don't feel, I don't know, like just if I don't feel that closeness, then I want to take a step in God's direction too and like read, read the Bible more or pray more. And then also there's just the faith 
aspect where it's like, I don't necessarily always trust how I feel. I acknowledge it and I'm like, yes, this is a feeling I am experiencing, but that doesn't mean that I'm like, like I also know that God is good and that God hears me, you know. It goes against our kind of Disney it really mentality <laughs> of, you know, follow your heart. Because our heart, the scripture says, deceives us. Sure. And so it's, you know, we, we can't always go on our feelings. And that, I think, is what the nice thing about truth is. That it's wow. always true. Right. It's always there. It's always the thing that we can rely on. Man, great Q&R time tonight. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing more questions and responses as we go forward and uh, hoping that you will participate in these chats. Uh, we also are looking forward to introducing you to some of what we call our stream team. So yes. Chris, he's going to introduce us to our stream team. Ooh. Welcome to... Meet the stream team. Right now, I have my friend Charles here. He didn't see me sneaking up on him, but this is Charles. He's often in a seat. Of, I'll join you down here because I think we should all experience what you go through. Um, what I love about, Charles, does your camera have a name? Did you name? No? Okay. Well, <laughs> Charles is on the roaming camera, so he's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's the one that you're going to see, like, floating around the stage. He's walking around. Sometimes we're talking directly into your face. That is Charles right here. So Charles, can you tell us when you're not behind the roaming camera, what, are, what do you like to do? I'd love to be on the golf course right now or in the backyard at the smoke pit smoking something. So. Yes, behind the scenes, not on the microphone. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Charles. We appreciate our stream team so much, so thank you for what you do. And uh, one of my favorite things about Charles on the, uh, on the roaming mic is that he will hear questions because he's got a headset. He gets a headset from the, the booth and he will hear questions and then respond by taking <laughs> the camera and going up and down to shake his head yes. And I see him doing that across the room and, you know, it's very off-putting, but then I'm like, oh, you know, he just got asked a question. So, hey, thank you for joining us on Meet the Stream Team. We got another video before you say goodbye tonight. Hi, I'm Pastor Jake Claypool of Nebo Baptist Church. I'm the youth pastor there, uh, and I would love to pray with you uh, this evening. Father God, we thank you uh, for the truth that we heard here tonight. I pray that we would take those truths that we've learned and we would apply it to our lives so that way we would leave tonight transformed, or at least working towards transformation, God. God, we thank you uh, for what we're celebrating this week uh, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of your son. We thank you for the gift that you gave us through your son, that you loved us so much that you sent him to die in our place. So God, I pray that each person who's watching, who's tuning in, who's maybe watching later, would just remember that, that you gave it all for each and every one of us. So God, we give tonight to you, we give this week to you, and I pray that we've all given our lives to you. And it's your name we pray. Amen. God bless.
All right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I should clarify, our wonderful Charles on the Roman car uh, camera, he does, he smokes meats and cheeses. Just in case you missed any words in that important <laughs> sentence, he's smoking meats and cheeses in the backyard in the garage. So thank you so much. So, um, yeah. Brian, you have some instructions for us, yeah? Yes, I do have some instructions for you. If you would like to win a free pizza delivery to your house, here's what you have to do. You have to sign up for our notifications in this way. You text at 4NEP to 81010. So again, text at 4NEP to 81010. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. What was that number? 81010. All right. It's That'll the right you... number. I double All right, checked. good, good, good. You'll get reminders every week for, uh, for Nipa Live going live. So thank you so much. Bye-bye. And you can win a pizza.